Hello, and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. I'm your host, Sergio, here with uh, my good friend Matt and my good friend uh, Michael, also known as Equinox Doodles. Let's go. And today we are bringing you day six of Slash Week. And today... I'm glad that I've been promoted to good friend. Yes. Today I have for us something that I mentioned that we were going to read uh, maybe maybe it, was a, maybe it was a month or two ago. Uh, a fan fiction of my own uh, creation. Uh, we'll give it to you without the backstory. We'll, we'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll go over the history of this thing um, afterwards. But Michael, would you like to start us off as the uh, as the narrator? I thought it was uh, Matt that was going to be narrating. Matt, sorry, yeah, Matt. Yes, I I will I will narrate this. <clears throat> Only in San Francisco, too. Electric Boner Lou. Unfortunately, written by Redacted, based on the questionably accurate hit story by Matthew Redacted. That's a different Matt, by the way, not me. Yeah. A less cool man. Matt wishes it. Matt wishes it was written by him. All right. So the so to start us off, we have a black and white monochrome color inverted image of Bruno Buccellati from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five with the com text uh, "unzips dick." It has been four years since the fateful day that Sam invited his boyfriend Parker over for Are a. Are you not gonna say the Kenneth? <laughs> I thought we were avoiding other parts of the name. That's not his la la the last name. Yeah, it's technically his middle name, I think. And nobody goes right, by your middle Sam, name. Sam Kenneth invited his boyfriend Parker over for a hot, steamy night of hipster fingle-donging in San Francisco, California, USA, North America, planet Earth, soul system, Milky Way observable universe. Since then, Sam broke up with Parker... And his new boyfriend had moved in with him. His name was John. John was tall and anorexic compared to Sam, who was shorter and much more thick. It was a cold San Franciscan night. Sam and John were sitting on the couch in Sam's high-rise apartment. They were watching one of their favorite anime films, The Emoji Movie. John was loudly on some Cheetos, like a fucking neckbeater eating Cheetos, who was watching the Emoji movie. Oh, John Coon, I love this movie. The humor is so intelligent. I had to binge a season of Rick and Morty just to understand it. Authors note, you have to watch all of Rick and Morty to even come close to understanding that reverence. Sam, I don't even get why this is funny, but I love it. You know, John, that poop emoji is making me thirsty for some anal. Sam seductively purred like a cat coughing on a hairball that had been dipped in sauerkraut sauce. Sam, my ass is sore from last night. From when you fucked me raw with that pickle rick dildo covered in spikes. Oh yeah, I remember when you yelled, I'm crippled rick! When you came... But no, I want you to fuck my booty hole with your big, hard, solid, conical cylinder of love. Oh. John needed a second to get the metaphor. You never got it. Can't we finish the movie, though? I want to see the last musical number. <clears throat> the only number you need is mine. 
Sam moved his hand down John, John's Cheeto dust-stained sweatpants Sweet and pants, began to all. massage his dingly dangly dongly ding dong through his underwear, or as Sam liked to call them, <laughs> in his endlessly seductive voice, velvety, velvety. dingly. Oh, <laughs> it's dialogue. Yeah, velvety, diggly, dangly, doggly, dig dog warmers. <laughs> Fine, Sam. We'll do it in the pooter, but you have to promise that we finish the movie afterwards. Of course, my love. John paused the movie and leaned for leaned over to Sam to tongue fuck his mouth <laughs> like it was a pussy. Wet slopping noises began to echo through the apartment, <laughs> like if you were to finger a pudding cup next to a microphone. And I'm talking about like a headset mic, not a studio mic. And by studio mic, I mean some super high quality shit, fam. We are talking thousands of fucking dollars went into that thing. John's mouth tasted of Cheetos and one singular Cool Ranch Dorito. Sam's mouth texture was like that of Mountain Dew because he was an epic fucking gamer! One, two, three, gamers Gamers rise up! Sam continued to massage John's club member like a joystick. One, two, three, gamers Gamers rise up! I'll sink it in post, don't worry. (laughs) It was rock and roll solid now. John's meat stick was a heftily expanded ten inches compared to Sam's four-inch chode. John pulled back from Sam's mouth, which was just covered in Sam's sweet mouth slag. John took his shirt off to reveal his sexy and terribly (laughs) malnourished body. Sam did the same, but his was a lot more flabby and covered in multiple man tits and curvy valleys and enough rolls to feed all of the Soviet Union. John began to massage Sam's pierced nipples and Sam let out a bonus comparable to a dying beached whale and by dying whale I mean a sperm whale if you know what I mean Hmm. Lenny face, Lenny face, Lenny face, Lenny face, Lenny face Note, this is like an actual sperm whale This has been the author's note John, I want you to lick my sweet nips like they were Hershey Kisses but less melty and more disgusting John licked Sam I am's nipples he savored the tangy lead infused metal of Sam's hammer and sickle piercings because Sam is a commie and that's just how he rolls in this fanfic authors don't, don't insult anyone's political beliefs please Sam moaned some more and started to stroke his cringle pop. John moved down and started to unbuckle Sam's pants. Sam was wearing his MLG belt. One, two, three. Gamers Gamers rise up! Author's note, he he XD got from the thrift store. Why were you wearing such gay apparel? Because I'm gay. Sam said like his favorite YouTuber, iDubbbz. John pulled a fast move that his favorite anime's ninjas would be proud of and quickly got Sam's Hello Kitty underwear off, then started choking Sam with his belt. Then John started slobbing on Sam's hairy mouth. The act of suffocating like someone with a plastic bag on their head thrust Sam into pure ecstasy as he was getting his knobs sucked like a vacuum cleaner at full power. And by vacuum cleaner, I mean some Kirby-level shit here, man. It was intense. John was diligently slurping on Sam's Slim Jim, but he wished his love's burrito of love was bigger so he could choke on it like Sam was being choked by his own belt. 
After a minute or two, Sam grasped the their safe word. Gasped the their safe word. Billy, birthday boy, redacted. <laughs> and John let go of the belt. Ooh, God, that felt so good, John. I love it when you choke me hard like I'm a WWE character getting slammed by Bulk Bogan. <laughs> Sam, your dingus tastes so good. It tastes like barbecue chips with spicy sour cream. And I mean like that Lay's trademark, chips, not any off-brand. Oh, you know it, baby. <laughs> Pull out that humongous one of yours, and we'll have some fun. John undid his pants and stripped fully naked like Sam. His hard 50 cal, I mean caliber, not calorie, dong stretched out like a fully stretched rubber band. And by stretched rubber band, I don't mean that jank brown shit. I mean that real-ass industrial strength stuff. This thing was fucking shredded, man. You had to be there. This Disclaimer, I wasn't there. Sam licked his lips and deep-throated John like he was swallowing a cucumber at a cucumber swallowing convention. A cucumber swallowing convention, I don't even know what I mean, just leave it at that. Oh, let me get into my Ethan Bradbury. Slam in! John yelled as Sam gobbled his meat like a Thanksgiving turkey. Not a Thanksgiving turkey gobbling anything, I mean like how people eat the turkey. This is John. This is John. Oh. Keep going, Sam. Suck it like that lady grapefruited her man. Sam made noises that couldn't be described by my eighth grade writing ability, but if you heard him, you would be both disgusted, aroused, and likely to know Tifty, the nearest autorita. He came up from John, mouth plastered in plaster and spit strings, and by strings, I'm talking like long ass cello strings here. And by long ass cello strings, I mean like really fucking long, man. I don't know. I don't play that gay ass instrument. Let's leave me alone. I just looked it up, it's 40 centimeters. He kissed John and they swirled the taste of man froth in each other's mouths. Like the froth in a frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> John Nega, it's time. Sam announced. We eat the lube up. Oh, can we break out the 55-gallon drum of lube? <laughs> Hell to the yeah, motherfucker. All right, Sam. It's lubin' time! He yelled out like the thing said clobber in time, but instead of a rock man yelling, it was a pasty white kid <laughs> screeching. John rammed to Sam's bedroom and used his anorexic strength. It's a thing, trust me. To life the heavy 55-gallon drum. He brought it to the bathtub and waited for Sam to get his freckled, blubbery ass in that tub. Sam walked in and sat down. John lifted the drum like it was a gallon of Gatorade at a sporting event. If the, Gator if the Gatorade was lube and the sporting event was the pounding <laughs> of Sam's tight asshole. He brought down the drum with the force of Michael Jordan slam dunking a basketball. He covered Sam from head to toe in the lube so his whole body was glistening like GMC for show in his hit single, Come Up Out to Water. <laughs> Dude, I'm glistening like I was covered in detergent. Sam said, quoting the meme song. Okay, Sam, hop in. Bruh, it's hop on. Hop on. Sorry, you, you, typoed... replace, you replace words, but I get to replace like one word. You typoed the O and the I in your verbal sentence. Hop on. <laughs> Are you pleased? I am, but not as pleased as Sam is about to be. Oh, all right, Major Bubba, let's go. They switched places and Sam was just barely able to tip onto John because Sam was weak AF. John was also now glistening like he was a shiny from the hit game, Pokemon. One, two, 
Three. Gamers Gamers rise rise up. up. John, who could not possibly wait if his life depended on it. To start slamming sights, tight asshole like Ethan Bradbury tackled Sam and thrust his monster rooster into Sam's gaping 195 centimeter frame booty. (laughs) Sam screamed in ecstasy and smacked his big bubba looking ass as John railgunned him from behind. Hey, big house. <laughs> Did you forget your monster condom for your magnum dog? Yeah, I'm gonna creep on your asshole like, I, like that one time when I came into a cantaloupe. John continued to fuck Sam doggy style for a few minutes, grabbing his extra sink ass and enjoying Sam's warm, constricting, and demanding sphincter. They were so slippery that John slipped on the floor and fell onto Sam's back. And yeah, that was a banana sound effect, you fuck. <laughs> he improvised by moving his mouth down to Sam's ass and buried his head in there. He ate that asshole like it was the quesadilla explosion salad from Chili's. John, oh baby, a triple. I love it when you eat my pizzas like one of those fat people from my 600-pound life circle down 10 pizzas. <laughs> You know your ass tastes like my dick mixed with whatever the hell you ate today, which is my man butter. Now turn over so I can pit fuck you. <laughs> Sam turned over. John stuck his dick in between Sam's tits and started humping them. And by humping, I mean like a dog and heat my man. It was cash as fuck. <laughs> his dick went. After a few minutes, John yelled. John yelled. Sorry, give me a second. I'm gonna kill! Sam yelled. Stick it in my ass! John obliged and shoved it deep in his <laughs> asshole. As he came, John yelled. A pickle rig! A wobble up a dub dub! He said he accentuated each syllable with a hump and deposited a year's cereal box tops worth of chunk schlock into Sam. He pulled out and a torrent of nut juice spilled onto the floor like a great flood of Noah with Sam's ass representing the ark in this metaphor and the floor representing the earth and I guess the Sam represented the animals because they're like little people and shit. The two of them basked in the afterglow in the pool of urethra lube and lube lube like Noah basked in the glory of the new life God bestowed upon the world. Please don't send me to hell. Esto S. Elfin. So Michael, what'd you think since I know you've never seen this before? It's a masterpiece. It's beautiful. I would not say it's better than only in San Fran 1, simply because <coughs> Only in San Fran 1 is a lost piece of media at this point. But, man, th- this comes pretty close. I I really wish that there were, like, more fan fictions out there that had this level of, like, pure irony. Because it's so much more enjoyable when I can read a fan fiction knowing that it's, like, supposed to be bad and it's actually funny. See, the great thing about this is that it was very clear I wrote this in the year, like, 2017. So the more it goes on, these memes just continue to become more and more outdated and cringy, and it becomes more funny. Exactly. (laughs) No man has ever... I've never heard anyone scream on Pickle Rick in this day and age. How, um... How many ver... How old is this? We can check the version history, right? 
Oh, I think uh, this was written back document. in 2018, actually. Yeah, 20, 2018, document details. Uh, I was, this isn't the original document. Oh. Yeah, I, I, they, they're, they, I, I wrote a, a sequel, uh, on this, on the original, uh, on the original Oh, that's right, and then the original document. got too bloated. I remember that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we started going into, like, pure meme territory, and it was just a bunch of, like, nonsense. It was a bunch of self-referential uh, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, it started going into weird crossover territory. Yeah, oh, this one has the, uh, the concentrated fun, though. It looks like it... the original edit on it was uh, j was uh, January sixteenth, twenty eighteen, four days after my birthday. Damn. Um. That that reminds me. How much of this was you and me? I can't remember. Was it like fifty fifty? It might have been fifty because I think I finished it and then I handed it off to you. And I, I know I know Ka we Kai and and the and you and me. Like like we transformed for, this, yeah, because we read it at the first panel. Yeah, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm I looking at. The, I'm looking at the the original like document. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the fuck? What? Okay, okay, no, never mind. Yeah, oh yeah, <clears throat> um, because because I'm looking at the copy of it. I found the original because because there was a copy of it and it was like January sixteenth edit, but then I see like the original document is like November eighth, twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, okay. the original document is from December 7th, 2017. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the, the original d didn't have the, the text on it, but for the most part, it's ba it's basically the same. Yeah. Hmm. So, we should so make a, mo an most, only in most, San most of this is yeah. me. We just, yeah, the, the base writing was Sergio's. Yeah. So, uh, how familiar are you with the original, by chance? The OG, only in San Fran. Uh, me? I never got to write it, read it. I think yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't, yeah, yeah, Matt. I didn't know Matt when that oh. whole thing was going on. Okay, then I'm the only one that remembers vaguely what happened in the action. We should. We should probably tell the story of what that is so that yes, people. Yes, I, I will tell the story. Uh, why? So, why are you telling the story? Because I, was... I, I, I think I, I think I think I know it. Well, I mean, you can fill in the details, but okay. I think I have the full picture. Okay, go ahead then. Uh, My bad. Okay, a long, long time ago. We were all in middle school, and there was a kid. His name was Matt. It was Matt C. So Matt C. wrote a wrote a fan fiction about a, a kid we know by the name of Parker. No, 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 Parker and another girl named Sam. Now he wrote this. I'm not sure his impetus for writing it, but people were giving Matt a lot of shit for writing it because it was like it was really creepy. We're middle schoolers or whatever. So Sam, so Matt needed a way out to deflect this, like you know. This the stuff on him. So he did what any self-respecting thirteen-year-old girl, thirteen-year-old boy would do. What's the funniest thing to a thirteen-year-old boy? People being gay. So he wrote it with about Parker and Sam. And initially, it started out as just like like he wrote it, and then everyone immediately forgot about what Matt did. <clears throat> We're like, haha, this is so funny. Gay people. That's that's hilarious. Sam getting his ass slammed on the leopard printed be bed, no less. Yeah, it was a leopard printed bed, and the I know the the line blubbery freckled blubbery ass came from the original. I don't remember <laughs> enough of the original other than it took place in Parker and Sam's studio apartment. Yeah, what? So I don't know how it got brought back up later though. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'll fill in. So fast forward to high school. We're in freshman year, I think. 
Uh, then there was this guy we went to school with named Pearson. Now, Pearson is a raging fucking douchebag. And Pearson starts bullying Sam with only in San Francisco constantly bringing it up. So, um, I think him and Matt were both doing it. But regardless, Sam gets annoyed by all of this and decides to tell the school. The school makes him take it down and they suspend Matt for a couple, for like, like 13 days. And initially... I was on Matt's side because I was like tee hee ha ha funny fan fiction, and I I started trying to get like people on Matt's like 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 to explain what happened and try to get people back on Matt's side and get like get the goodwill. But slowly Matt started devolving into um, crazy person territory and was telling me to like oh yeah we should we should we should we should fuck with the people who wronged me. We should start leaking their DMs or whatever. And then it turned into a thing where I was like, Matt, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, um, like this, this is wrong. And then Matt was like, you're my enemy. And I'm like, I guess I am. And then, uh, some really petty stuff started happening. Like I had Matt's steam password. So I gave it to everybody and we like ruined his account. And then the, and, and then the, the, there, there was like a, a, like a steam name war that eventually culminated in me. Tell, telling the school, like, showing them me and Matt's DMs through Skype and the, like, the like what he had made his uh, profi profile into to, like, make fun of me. But the school never did anything about it. I'm, I'm assuming, because they were like, okay, yeah, this is just, like, some nonsense between two kids. It's clear that they have beef or whatever. We're not going to do anything about it. Which is really weird, because Matt's had a lot of hateful, racist things in those. But we're, we're, but but eventually that ended up becoming water under the bridge. We we sh we shook hands and forgave uh, each other after that. Then uh, junior year, me, Sam, John, and some others were fucking around at like a lunch table, and Sam had a D twenty and we were rolling it. We 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 would we'd get the D twenty and say, <clears throat> uh, like 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 if I get a twenty such and such happens or whatever that was just the joke it was like yeah you get a 20 something something and i and i and i, and I had the, 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 the d20 in my hand i look sam right in the eyes and i say crit 20 i have to write only in san francisco too and sam goes bet like sam usually does so yeah. I, I roll the d20 and i throw it crit 20 i ask i have his express permission this time around from both him and john they say yeah go for it so my uh, my physics class. Once I finish all my work, I'm furiously typing away at my phone, <laughs> banging this out. And then I, I showed up to school the next day with the finished copy, and him and John really liked it. And then that turned into it being a big meme and us writing a bunch of beeb uh, stories. Like there was this one called Dragon Ball Ox that we wrote. Oh dear. That. What, it it was it, it it again was 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 a shitty meme fest, but then it 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 had the same problem as what only San Francisco two came out. So the joke wore off pretty quickly, and I was like, I can't I can't write any more of this. But yeah. Dragon Ball Ox was basically just like Sam was a super Samian, <laughs> and he had to fight Mac. Yeah, um, you know what's even more weird? Uh, I discovered something very interesting through uh, my media fire, my old media fire that I used to what? use, and that is, do you remember Tales of, what was it, was it, it was like Tales of Oxford or something like that? Tales of Oxford? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Legends of Oxford. 
You're never gonna guess what, but it's still available for download. Yeah, the game you made, right? Yeah, it's an RPG Maker game, a very crappy RPG Maker game. And yeah, I remember playing it. It's uh, it takes place in the in the middle school. I remember specifically there was one yeah. point where if you walked, uh, if you didn't want to start the actual main story, it would immediately game over you. And I thought it was really funny. Um, <laughs> But it was like it was essentially like me going like ah uh, Five Nights at Fuckboys was funny I could do that with our own little fucking friend group and it didn't really go anywhere but I I still have that and it re like really reminded me of like all the bullcrap that we did with like all the different separate like joke AU's that we had for our own bullshit yeah like uh, there was uh, I think there was a Lolo's Bizarre Adventure that never actually got written good. He's not a very good protagonist. Yeah, I guess um the only one that actually went anywhere is my own persona, uh, Jake's last name, um, which was I I, I got I got three books out of. I also yeah. have um another old RPG maker game called Fallen Off the Face of the Earth, or, or Fat Fati as we like to call it, which is essentially just worse Fire Emblem Fates. Which is really hard to do because Fire Emblem Fates was already bad as is. As well as an old Minecraft mod that I created called the Cookies Expanded mod. Where I just added more cookies. Nice. But I'm I'm downloading Legends of Oxford right now. And I really want to see what bullcrap I created as a dumb little child. Yeah, uh, I don't think I... Did I did I tell you about my Persona story that I wrote? I didn't find out about it until the, um, the Sentai campaign. Yeah, so I I had I had written because like me like me and Matt, um I was like, I I, I want to write like my concept for like Persona Six, and I was like rather than thinking about characters, I'll just do what I used to do when I was in high school and just like use everyone else as like a like a baseline, but like change them slightly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so the 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 story is basically, um, uh the the. <clears throat> Basically, Jake shows up in Osakio Ganaska, which is a, a, a horrible anagram that Matt made of Osaka, Nebraska, Ohio, and Michigan. Osakio Ganaska. Yes, Osakio Ganaska. And Jake discovers the uh, the realm of Nocturnus, which is like the realm of dreams, essentially. And the the the, the whole the whole the whole thing of it is is that like when. Uh, when people get like uh, really like, like like when they get like like when they when like negative emotions take hold of them, their dreamscapes get corrupted, and they have to purge the the dreamscape before it gets cor corrupted. Otherwise, you can't fix like like that person's problems anymore. Their like their personalities irreparably changed. <clears throat> so, uh, Jake gathers together um, his gang of me, who's the first uh, the first. Uh, uh, the first party member in the first dungeon, he gets uh, Morgan, uh, who the the running joke is that Morgan likes to eat things, so they'll be like having a conversation. There are these crunches littered all over the page. There's uh, there's Logan, who's the, the the navigator. It's an idealized version of Logan. That's not Logan, right? There's Margaret. Who uh, is a pretty is probably the, one of the favorite characters that, that I wrote for it because it's like she 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 has a lot of personal trauma 
and she's just like the bad the bad girl like the badass and the tough one doesn't pull any punches but in in reality she's like got a lot of mental issues yeah and then uh we were eventually we were going to get Matt and we were going to get Nick and we were also going to get you and then um I think that was it for the party. Oh yeah, and this uh, this other girl Jake went to school with named Leia that comprised our party. And the main villain was Kieran. There was a uh, like a like 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 you you start off with like you see um, uh, like Kieran works at every like shop, and it starts off as a haha funny joke. It's like, wait, don't you work at such and such? Like I don't know what you're talking about. And then it would slowly build to you eventually realizing through a bunch of turns and whatnot that Kieran was actually the true main villain of the story. And I, I specifically, like, like I, um, the best way I can describe it is, like, one, one minute you're laughing at Persona Goldinger and the other moment you're crying. Because, like, I, I go, like, really, like, deep and heavy in the themes that I'm trying to, like, explore with it, with pain and trauma mm -hmm. and depression and all that. Yeah. I get you. <clears throat> It was pretty fun to go through those, but um, it's kind of weird how much there's that you've written about uh about everybody in the friends group and, and a wide range of emotive stuff from an incredibly bad slash fan fiction <laughs> to a to a three full novel book series. That's writing writing a dumb slash fiction about your friends domino to writing a, a serious three page novel we should read it on the podcast i mean Maybe. it technically counts as fanon yeah yeah i yeah i i could i could i could i could pr prepare a uh um, we'd have to edit everybody's of, last names yeah that yeah that, that that can be simply done by an insert and replace tool yeah, yeah. just a find and replace it's super easy barely an inconvenience I've never, like, I've never read it. I'd be curious to, like, actually, like, read it, like, fully. So, like, if you ever, I mean, if you ever get the chance to, like, find it and shoot it over I to me, I propose we do be... that. I propose we do that after Chain of Memories. Yeah, we haven't done yeah, a yeah. fan on Friday in a really long time. We should probably do that sometime. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh... I I, I, I I am like actually like proud of it. Like I was like not to toot my own horn here, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you I mean, did a pretty solid something. job. It's always good to be proud of something. And I, I, I and I, I always kind of find it funny because like Logan was always like Logan was like I'm gonna get my novel off the ground. I'm gonna get this this book off the ground, and it's like yeah, he was while a... you're trying to get it off the ground. I wrote a hundred thousand word novel. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a situation where I'm like I'm gonna get my webcomic off the ground and I'm like modding Rivals of Ether. And we also had that situation with Logan where we were like, we we're gonna make a platform fighter and we're gonna get off the ground and then we just decided not to do that for obvious reasons. Cause what what I, what I did was because uh, it was over a summer. I said ten pages minimum. I'm not allowed to do anything else that day until I've written ten pages. Wow, damn. And and that's that's how I cranked it all out. If I ever get a like yeah. a full like maybe two weeks off that's probably what i'm gonna end up doing is just spending my days working on like exclusively what i want to actually work on uh any closing remarks on only in san fran 2 specifically I, oh i was gonna say i really hope that someday we can get the og only in san fran back somehow we'll probably have to recreate it oh it's gonna be impossible we don't have any accounts of it aside from we like just Set, like third party accounts. Nick, Nick Nick claimed that he, um, 
that it? he either has a screenshot of it or the original version of it. I'm sure it's probably sitting on Matt's computer somewhere. If you didn't delete it, it's probably sitting. I want to say it's probably like somewhere on Skype. Honestly, like I mean, before Discord, we all use Skype. Yeah, it might be sitting there somewhere. I mean, I know it was never sent to me because I, I know I, I have a screenshot folder of the fix that Matt sent me because it was part of my evidence folder or whatever. But I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't. Uh, it's not in there. I have like the other two that he did, um, which I don't ever th- think anyone should look at because they're just like. It, it ain't good. Like you thought. Like like if you, you like like FMA groomer is like pussy shit oh, compared it's to genuinely what, 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 bad and twisted. Yeah, it's like oh oh lord, this 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 ain't right. Gotcha. Well, I think that kind of wraps up what we've been kind of just discussing about. So, if you have anything left to say, hold your peace. Uh, seven point eight out of ten. Too much cum. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I'm the one who helped put in the Noah stuff at the end there with the uh, with the climax. I'm very proud of that. That's I'm probably the best too. writing I've ever done. I'm glad. Which is very sad. Well, with that, let's, uh, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of So You Think You Can Fanon. We will see you tomorrow for another fun episode of Slash Week. Uh, yeah. Good Bye. morrow.